Welcome to Season 2 of Awesome, the podcast where we talk about everything from faith, health, setting goals, and basically anything that is awesome. In this season, we are diving into the Book of Romans, so grab your Bible and let's begin. Hi guys, and welcome back to Season 2 of Awesome. I'm so glad that you are back for the third episode. Um, I just want to put right here um, that if you have not listened to the other other two episodes of this season, um, I would highly, highly suggest listening to them in order. Um, usually with my episodes, you can watch or not watch, you can listen to them in any order. Um, but since we are reading through a book of the Bible, it would make more sense um, if you listen to them in order. Also, um, if you hear random noises in the background, my dog is laying here and playing because um, I'm only one home today and usually I don't record when I'm when it um, I'm the only one here and no one else can watch him. But I wanted to record today because I just did this, like I just read this chapter and planned it all out and so it's fresh in my mind and um, I think that's the best to talk about stuff it's when it's fresh in your mind. Um, but yeah. I just wanted to say, make sure you listen to the other two episodes before this, and yeah, well, let's get right into Romans chapter 3. Okay, guys, so I just want to be totally honest with you. Um, like I said, I just read this chapter. When I first read through it, I was kind of confused, not gonna lie. I didn't really know what was happening, um... And I was like, well, I need to know what's happening so then I can talk about it. But it's a really, it's a really short chapter. Um, I forgot to say in the beginning, um, make sure you read the chapter before listening to this episode, just so then you kind of know what's going on and you've already had a chance to kind of journal your thoughts about it and whatever. Um, But yeah, I looked at it and I was like, okay, this is kind of a short chapter. It's definitely um, shorter than... The other two that we have done and I was like I hope I can find like some stuff to talk about in here and then I read it and I was like I'm so confused I don't understand what's happening and um to be totally honest that happens to me a lot while I'm reading the bible because some things can be really really confusing um but what I do is I just go and I either look stuff up on the internet um I go and ask like my pastor or my youth pastor or I have like a study Bible that kind of explains things more. Um, but today I just kind of, I looked up like a, a review or a summary of Romans 3. Um, just so that I could like, just get a little idea what is going on. Um, and so what I found out is basically this whole chapter... If you've read it, you know there's a lot of questions and answers. And I was like, okay, who is this happening between? And I found out the whole chapter is the Jews questioning all the teachings or some of the teachings that Paul has done. So in the first two chapters, we are just like hearing about teachings. Um, This is like what Paul would tell people when he would speak and all that. So, um. That's kind of, like, this is what, the first two chapters is what we usually see in, um, books like these. 
But then I thought it was really cool that in this third chapter, after hearing some of Paul's teachings, they put in some of the questions that Paul was receiving um, from the Jews because they were very confused about his teachings. And I also thought it was really good to read this chapter and study it because I know I have questions about the Bible and like what I should believe in, what I shouldn't believe in, all that. And so I think it's good to hear that other people with faith and that we learn about a lot had questions about these teachings that they were hearing because like they felt like they were contradicting themselves and all that. So I thought it was really nice to hear other people have questions that I have and then seeing the answers. Um, and then now that I have it written down that this chapter is basically just Paul answering questions, I know I can always come back to it and see like if the question I'm currently having is kind of related to some of them because a lot of these questions in here are ones that they're very broad, um, which is nice because then you can fit in your little random questions that you have into one of the questions has been asked in this chapter. Um, so I just wanted to kind of clarify what is happening um, in this book before we get into going through each individual verse or verse sections. So now that we kind of know what is happening, I next I did what I've been doing in the last couple episodes and I just did the little sections that are broken up for us um, in the chapter. And so verses one and eight are called God's judgment defendant. So this is where um, the question, the Jews are asking questions about like, well, how does God's judgment work? Like you just told us, like everyone's judged, no one's safe from being judged. God judges everyone, but how does that work? Cause we have a faith and he forgives our sins. Like all those normal questions they're having and, um, they just don't understand how God's judgment works, which is very understandable. Um, because I feel like a lot of people, um, get that wrong especially when they are first like start like they are now just getting serious about their faith like they kind of know a little bit but they're just very confused um they are also asking what happens to people who don't believe um and then they're asking how in here somewhere does it, it says somewhere that our unrighteousness um, our unrighteousness d demonstrates the righteousness of God. So they're very confused. Like, how does our unrighteousness um, help demonstrate God's righteousness? But it's literally just that. Like, we are unrighteous. And the way we get righteous is by having a relationship with God. And even though we make mistakes, God still forgives us. And so that shows his righteousness. Um, the episode before this, I talked a lot, a lot about righteousness. Um, because it's just very interesting to me, um, and it was very fun to do a whole study over that. But, um, looking back on Romans 2, one of the things we found out was that righteousness is a gift from God, and we can't get it without God. So, by accepting that we are unrighteous, and then accepting the fact that in order to be righteous or, um, to be going along the righteous path is we need to work on our relationship with God. So that's basically what is um, happening in the first eight verses. Um, and then as you can see, every question they ask, Paul has some sort of answer. Um, and I thought 
that was really cool. Um, now onto the next verses. We it's verses nine through twenty, and this section was really cool to me. Um, and it's called "All Have Sinned." So this is basically um, when I was looking up kind of a better explanation for these verses and kind of what is going on in them because I'm still kind of confused and so I went section by section kind of going and looking for answers and one of the things that um I figured out or that they kind of compared the section to is a court scene or like a court case or something um and the people that they are like persecuting or um are the people that are like in the trial are the Jews and the Greeks and they say that they have all sinned or they have all fallen under sin um and they're charging both of the Jews and the Greeks and so those are like um the lawyer for the opposite side is Paul and the people that they're trying to is it persecute I don't know I'm not very good at court or law or whatever but the people that are guilty are the Jews and the Greeks um and then for verses 11 through 18, those are all references to verses in the Old Testament. So, um, most Bibles should have footnotes at the bottom. And it goes verse by verse, um, especially for that section, and says where it also has been said. Um, I'm not going to talk about that now because one of the questions we answer later is connections. And, um, so I will come back and I will read all of the verses that it is referring to from the Old Testament. But, um, I just wanted to tell you guys, since we're talking about this section, that that is what Paul is using as his evidence to help explain all those questions that the Jews and or asked earlier. Um, and so he's using examples from the Old Testament and that's helping him prove his teaching, um, and basically what Paul is trying to explain with using those verses and um, those other scripture readings is he's trying to explain to the people that no one is excused from the judgment of God. So earlier, um, all the Jews were asking about the judgment of God and they didn't understand it. And what about the people who don't have faith and these people? And what about me? And da 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 like all these different questions. And this is Paul's way of just putting it literally using facts and proof of God's judgment and he's also telling them that no one gets a free pass just because you do this this and this does not mean you get a free pass from God's judgment you might get a good judgment from God um but it doesn't mean you just don't get judged by him at all we all get judged by God like every day and then we have the final judgment when we go to or after we die and so we all get judged by God um and you don't get any free passes um and I talked about the court case um and the reason why Paul is using his using Old Testament scriptures and verses and stuff um to help prove his teaching is he's trying to show us that this isn't his case um it's God's case so Paul is just being like a voice for God. That's what a lot of the apostles are. They're just a voice for God and they're helping 
tell God's story, but it's God's story and they're just telling it. So this case of Paul trying to prove all of his teachings is basically trying to help prove God's teaching and everything that God has done. So it's ultimately God's case. And I think that is true about a lot of things. Our life isn't ours. And I think that's something a lot of people don't understand. Um, our life is ultimately, ultimately in God's hands. And sometimes that can be really cool and take a lot of stress off of us and put stuff in perspective. And sometimes it can be scary because we feel like we don't have any control. And um, usually those feelings come when we are, when we go on like a low path in our faith or we're not very, not having a very good, strong relationship with God at that moment. Um, but I know when this whole quarantine and coronavirus thing started, I really figured out that my life, I was never, ever in control um, of my life. God has always been in control. I've just made it seem like I am because I plan out my months and I plan out my weeks and I figure out what I want to do but God already has all that stuff planned out for me and it's just my job to figure all of that out but at the end of the day God is always in control of my life and he has a plan for my life and it's just my job to figure it out and that's going to come you're going to figure that out um but there is you're not going to figure out right away um you're going to have to go through some trial and error and make mistakes and I really really have accepted the fact that we have to make mistakes in life in order to learn um even simple things like I remember when I went to a new school last year and um I would drive up there drive to the school um a couple times like the week before school just so I knew where I was going and um knew how to get to different places from the school and all that because um, I used to live right across the street from my old school, so I didn't really have that much experience driving, um, and um, I haven't gone. To, I hadn't gone to that school a lot, so I didn't really know where it is. But I figured it out. But one of the stories I remember is I was going. I was with my dad, and we were going. We went out for lunch, and um, we were going home a different way. And I had to turn at this corner and I forgot about it. And so we were getting further and further away from where I needed to be. And then I remember I was so confident. I was like, oh my gosh, I got this. I know where I'm going. Like all that. And then I like get, I'm like, I don't really recognize where I am. Like this should be coming up, but we haven't passed this and da da da. And all these things I remember that I, I need to see in order to get home. But then we get a little bit further and my dad's like, do you know where we are? And I was like, well, yeah, don't I just keep going straight on this road um, until we get, like, to a stoplight. And he was like, no, you missed your corner a couple miles back. And I was just going to see how long it took you. And I remember I freaked out on him. Um, and I was like, why didn't you tell me? Da, da, da. But now I know that I need to turn at that corner because I made a mistake. And... Um, from making that mistake now I know because I think about that all the time and there's many different stories in my life like that but that's just one that um I always think of and it's kind of one that was the turning point because I used to hate making mistakes it always made me feel bad about myself and that 
couldn't do anything. Um, but now I know I need to make those mistakes because I learn from making them. Um, because I remember the mistake and then I remember not to do that. Anyways, I just went off on a total tangent. Um, so then that brings us to verses 21 through 26. And these verses are called God's righteousness through faith. So, um, basically this section is just wrapping up everything that was said in the last two sections. Um, it's just clarifying again that we have all sinned and we have all fell short of the glory of God. That's normal. It can suck sometimes um, because there are consequences to it. Some like depending on what you did that made you fall short. Um, but it's really about getting back up and trying so hard to meet the glory of God. But then also realizing we are going to fall short sometimes because we're human. And the only one that is perfect in this world is God. Um, but I really wanted to focus on verses 23 and 24. I'm going to read them quick and then explain kind of why I wanted to talk about them. Um, verses 23 and 24 say, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So, basically what this is saying is that even though we have sinned and we have fallen short of the glory of God, we can make up for it with our faith. And with God's grace. So if we just explain or even just ask God for forgiveness, he has already forgave us, but it's the whole concept of asking God and realizing we did something wrong and then trying our hardest not to do it again. Um, you might fall short again and you might do it again, but then just asking him, just if you really, really try, then you are making progress. You might fall under again, but it's all about just trying your best and I think that's a lot of people need to understand that because I know that's something I was confused about like until last year and it finally clicked to me of yeah God forgives all of our sins but that doesn't mean we get to do whatever we want we need to try our hardest not to sin so that is basically what I got from that section and then this last section which is verses 27 through 31, and it's the last section. Um, this is a lot of questions again, um, because the Jews are still very confused at what is happening, and all their questions in this section are about boasting. Um, they ask, like, where is boasting then? Is it excluded? By what law of works? Um, and then uh, Paul just says, no, it is... No, but by the law of faith. So, um, basically what I got out of this little section is there is only one God who justifies everyone's actions, no matter if they believe in him or not. Because, again, they ask about um, the Gentiles, which are, like, the people who didn't believe in God, I'm pretty sure. Because I remember they would call, like, the Gentiles were not supposed to be in the same group as the Jews or whatever. Um, but God justifies everyone, even if they don't have faith. Um, and then it says that boasting or, where does it say that? Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. And then there was a part that said that if 
you do it yourself, then you can boast. But boasting is included when you are saved by God, um, which is the ultimate way. And so we shouldn't boast about it because, like, I feel like I'm repeating myself. But no one is perfect. Um, and, yeah, the last thing I have here is just because we are justified or God justifies us doesn't mean we are left lawless. Our faith is a law. So there is a law. Um, there are rules that we need to follow. There are the Ten Commandments. And just because we know God is justifying us doesn't mean that we just get to break all of those rules. Um, okay, I've been talking for a long time. So I'm going to take a break. I hope that all makes sense. Um, I feel like I kind of black out sometimes when I'm recording and I just say stuff. Um, but yeah, that's all the different sections. I'm going to take a break and then come back and answer those four questions. Hi guys and welcome back. Um, I just wanted to say that my dog, I have a little like lap desk thing that I set my computer on when I'm recording. And when I was recording earlier, my dog was on the way other side of the bed, but now he's currently laying underneath my lap desk thing and it's so adorable and he's being so cute right now. Um, so yeah, I'll take a picture and post it on the Instagram. So make sure you follow that to see my dog laying here and watching me record. Okay, so back on to the topic. Um, I'm going to now be answering the four questions um, that we answer at the end of every episode. So the first one is what stood out to me. Um, I think the whole fact that the Jews even though they, like, are really known for their faith, they still had questions about Paul's teaching and everything they're hearing, um, because I think it really does put it in perspective that it is okay to have questions, um, and that there are answers and we just need to look for them and we'll find them. So I think that's what really stood out to me, because it put everything in perspective. Um, then... The next question is what connections can I make? And I told you guys earlier I would list off all of the verses that I found where, um, where that were referenced in the chapter. So first starting with verse four, that is also found in Psalm 51 four. Um, I'm not going to read these, but if you guys want to read them, um, I will make a list um, in the description box of the verse in chapter three and then where else in the bible it can be found so i'm just gonna read them off but the biggest so that was in the first section verse four is also found in psalm 51 4 um and then in verses the night in the section all have sinned um it's literally quoting old testament so there's a whole bunch of um verses in here and so i'm just gonna read them off quick the uh, verse 12 is found in Psalm 14, verses 1 through 3. It is also found in Psalm 53, verses 1 through 3. And then Ecclesiastics 7, verse 20. Um, and that, I'm, I'm going to read verse 12 for you guys just so you kind of know. Um, it says, they have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. 
verse 13, which says, Their throat is an open tomb, with their tongues they have practiced deceit, the poison of asp and under their lips. Lit under their lips. Um, that is also found in Psalm 5, verse 9, and Psalm 140, verse 3. Verse 14, which says, Whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. That is also found in Psalm 10, verse 7. Verse 17 um, says, And the way of peace they have not known. And that is also found in Isaiah 59, uh, verses 7 and 8. And then the last one is verse 18 that says, There is no fear of God before their eyes. And that is also found in Psalm 36, 1. So like I said before, I will have those um, all down below if you want to actually read what the Old Testament verses say. Because um, I think that would be very helpful. Um, I w it would just literally take forever for me to do that. So I will have them down below. So you guys can do that. So then the next question is, so what? So what does this mean for my life? Why do I need to care about this? What is this telling me? And I feel like I said it a whole bunch in this episode, but just the whole fact of realizing that we all sin, but God justifies it and he forgives it. But that doesn't mean we can just do whatever we want. We still have a law. We still have faith and we still need to try our hardest to not sin. Um, and I feel like that was like kind of my whole message in this episode. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that stood out. Also, that it is okay to have questions. There are answers and we need to find them. Um, but it is okay to question things because something sometimes things just don't make sense and that's fine. That's life. Um, and then the last question, which goes along with this chapter, is what questions do you guys still have? I personally don't have any questions because I do a lot of research to do these episodes. But like I say in every episode, if you guys have questions or if you want to tell me your answers to these four questions, there are many ways you can do it. Um, you can comment on the post that I post about this episode. You can DM me or you can leave a review um, on Apple Podcasts. Also, you can. I have a link in my Instagram bio where you guys can click on it and you can record a message and send it to me. So if you want to do that, um, I might, if we get some that I really like and I have your guys' permission, I can put some of those in um, either on like the Instagram or put them in the episodes or whatever. Um, but yeah, I would really like to hear what you guys are thinking of these episodes so far. Um, and I hope everything in this episode makes sense and you enjoyed it. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Awesome. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, sharing this episode with a friend, and subscribing.